On this episode of Locked On Lightning, the Bolts won again. I know it's crazy even saying it out loud. We talk all about that coming up on today's show, as well as Anthony Sorelli playing phenomenal hockey and the Lightning D showing up. Coming up next on Locked On Lightning. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked On Lightning. On today's episode, we're talking about the Lightning winning another game. It's still weird. It's it's going to be weird saying that, I think, until it becomes a normal thing. We'll dive more into tonight's game against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then we look at the Lightning Defense Corps stepping up big, shutting down the Penguins as well. We take a look at that, and then we wrap things up with Anthony Sorelli, Tony C. Talk about his recent performance, how he's really been putting together some very good games, some solid hockey down the middle for the Tampa Bay Lightning lately for them. But before we grab and talk about all that, we just want to remind you that this episode of Locked on Lightning is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. And I also want to thank all of you for making us your first listen. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're also available on YouTube, so subscribe to the channel. Drop a comment below this video and hit that thumbs up button so as soon as the newest episode drops, um, you know, when you hit the notification button as well, the newest episode drops. And also, you know, when you hit the thumbs up button, it'll help the algorithm. It'll, it'll help us reach people who may not know that we exist, who are lightning fans or hockey fans and want to learn more and be able to not only build the show, but also build the community that we kind of have in the comments section, which I've been, like I, I've said before, I love, I love that people are, are conversing. I love that people are talking about certain things and, and, you know, disagreeing, agreeing, love the conversation. Let's keep it up, keep it up, and most importantly, respectful. So, we're talking about the Lightning win tonight, it's winning their second in a row, and winning three one against the Pittsburgh Penguins in a game that I was cautiously optimistic about, and I'm sure a lot of Lightning fans were too, because when we look at this Lightning team, really, you it. Carrying over a performance is really right now, and, and for the most part, this entire season has been very hard to ask of this team. So it, it it's kind of depending on what they do that night could really very well depend what side of the bed they woke up on to begin, to begin the day. And especially against a team such as the Pittsburgh Penguins, a team that hasn't really played good hockey this year. You know, they're, but I still think they have a good enough core. They're still a good enough team. They have Sidney Crosby and, you know, their big three with Malkin and Latang. I, I, I still think that they have that good group of guys partnered with 
Wood Getzel. Um, and I mean, the list goes on. They're a team you shouldn't take lightly. And you couple that with the Lightning not being able to string together consistent wins that could potentially spell disaster. But that wasn't the case tonight. The Lightning went out there and by by really all accounts and, and really just how I felt about this game, it was boring. And that's not always the worst thing. And it kind of goes back to the point what I made the other day, really on the last episode, <clears throat> is that the Tampa Bay Lightning coming into this game, as we saw what happened in the last win against the Dallas Stars, the key was to do the little things here and there. And what will happen by doing that is it will create this domino effect of success for the Lightning for what we saw in the Dallas game and now in tonight's game against Pittsburgh. And that's what happened tonight. The Lightning did the little things. They were taking chances, which is fine. And, and they were swarming the net and they were taking their shots when they saw fit. I mean, on top of that, they also scored the two out of the four times, give it to them on special teams tonight, which is always a big plus for this team. This team has been very good on special teams all season long. Their struggles have really come in even strength. But the tail of the tape tonight really comes down to the Lightning playing a boring game. And that entails doing the little things. That is playing the chess game within the game where you're picking and choosing when to take chances, when to make the right decisions, progressively getting the puck up the ice, playing cycle hockey, which the Lightning did today, which always love to see from this team because they have the guys who could throw the puck around the, around the ice, who could get it to the open guy as long as it's not a force pass. And we saw that tonight. And the guy that really was able to do all of that and lead that effort, as really always is the case, is Nikita Kucherov. Once again, scoring a goal and getting an assist in this game, his 11th straight game with a point, his 11th straight game with an assist as well. All furthermore improves my argument if it really needed to be for him being the best player in the NHL right now. And on top of that, and we'll get into more of this with when we talk about the lightning decor, the lightning had an answer for pretty much everything the penguins tried to do tonight. And that was really the thing that I think a lot of lightning fans and including yours truly is we kind of figured if the lightning were going to do the small things offensively, how are they going to be able to handle the pushback on the other side of the ice from Pittsburgh, who, like I have mentioned, say what you want about their current record right now and where they are in the Metropolitan Division. 
they are still a good hockey team. They still are a team that you should not take lightly. Depending, and it doesn't matter where you are in your respective division or in the standings. So it was good to see the Lightning not only go out there, take it to the Penguins, but also have an answer for everything they did. And, I, and it was very unfortunate at the end it, it, when it kind of seemed like Vasilevsky was going to get a second straight shutout. Fortunately, that didn't happen. He turns over the puck, which kind of happened a couple of times earlier in the game as well. Um, as we have detailed in years past, he's not the best with, with puck handling. He he makes very risky decisions with passing when he's trying to clear it out or whatever. I mean, he didn't the, – the, the few times he, he, he had the puck tonight, he wasn't really clearing it. He was kind of just – dumping it to the side for a teammate and as we've said in years past he he needs to either just not touch the puck especially when an opposing lightning player is right there and is is ahead of a of a penguins player or an opposing player or he just needs to whip that off the boards and out of the zone either or and made a couple of mistakes tonight he was bailed out on the first two. The third one, um, and it wasn't even scored by a, a Penguins player. It was a deflection that eventually went off Nick Paul in front, which was just an unlucky bounce. But you know what? At the end of the day, you could, if if you want to chalk it up as as a cheapy goal, it is, and you know, a very good game by Andre Vasilevsky. But at the same time, you know, he didn't really have to face much. I mean, he he didn't really have to go out there and throw up some highlight saves. So, and all around, and it, it really had to do a lot with the Lightning defense. So, all around, very good game from this team. Nikita Kucherov, Andre Vasilevsky, and I think we could say with confidence, Anthony Sorelli, uh, the three stars of the game tonight. So, let me know in the comments below who you, who you think is deserving now I'm going to take that. I'm going to say real quick, my three stars of the game don't necessarily reflect who were the actual three stars of the game tonight, but that's who I got going. Let me know who you got as your three stars of the game. So we're going to continue our conversation tonight about this game, but we're going to shift towards the lightning defensive core because, I mean, they played phenomenal tonight. I thought that they were really, you know, we, we, we talk about Andre, Andre Vasilevsky or Nikita Kucherov as kind of being the, the spoon that stirs the pot with this team. But tonight it was all about the lightning blue liners. We'll get into that in just a little bit coming up. But first, I want to talk about a few of our sponsors, first of which is our friends over at the Game Time app. Now, listen, it's the holidays, okay? And what better gift? to get your loved one or your friend or whomever, then a couple of tickets to a sporting event, a comedy show, an event, whatever it is, Game Time is your one-stop shop for everything when it comes to ticket buying. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I use Game Time all the time. and 
it, it's the best thing in the world. It's the best app that you could potentially ever use because guess what? You want to make last minute plans to go to an event. Guess what? I, you buy your tickets and four minute, four or five minutes later, boom, they're, they're ready to go. They're ready to use. And you're not going to pay a hand and a foot to get into the door. They got last minute deals, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Views from all seats. You don't want to be sitting behind a, a pole. Lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code L O C K E D O N N H L for twenty dollars off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So switching gears, let us also talk about our friends over at the FanDuel app. Now, right now, new customers, you got to go in on this right now because right now, new customers get $150 off, $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 right in your pocket. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. With football season in full swing, you definitely don't want to miss out with the playoffs right around the corner. You could get access to a wider range of spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get your bets in for the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We are available wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. You can also find us on YouTube. Uh, Like I said, I love the conversation that is going on on YouTube. Uh, In our comment section, it's a great group of people. It's it's kind of, I've, I've been seeing kind of different people pop up here and there. Um, but overall, I, I just, you know, everyone is bringing a lot of great ideas to the table and I love, you know, for all of you to get involved. And if you want to get involved on the conversation, that's the place, best place to do it. Uh, it's free and it's, it's easy to just go ahead and drop it, right? Drop a comment, a question, whatever you want right there. So let me know really like what you think about tonight's game. Cause like, like I said before. Tonight, obviously, when we think about this Lightning team, it's Cooch, it's Vazzy, and then you could sprinkle in Stam, Hedman, you know, a little bit of, I guess, Nick Paul, if you want, Braden Point. Um, But tonight was really about the Lightning defensive core, and you saw it. I mean, from really the get-go, Pittsburgh couldn't really do anything. They couldn't, they just... Anything that remotely the Penguins are trying to get started or get going or or trying to do, the Lightning were just there and were like, nope, turn around, try again. And I'm not saying that's going to happen every single game, but you take about 70% of that, maybe 60% of that. of, And it wasn't like they were dishing out big hits it it wasn't anything special it was it was just going out there and just blocking passing lanes uh um blocking shots i mean i mean they were doing everything 
And that's what you need out of this team. I mean, they had 27 block shots. And, and you know, on top of that, eight takeaways. And when you play a game like that, you know, and like I said, I'm not expecting them to go out there and do this every single night. And I definitely can't expect them to do to have 27 block shots. But when and I know that's not just solely the defensive core, I will say the the lightning defense as a whole. If you could do maybe like a fraction of that, 50 percent of that. So 50 percent of 27, let's. Let's say that's probably like 15. Let's let's or round down 14. Let's do 14, 13. If you do that, then most likely with how well this team can be on a night like that, because when when the lightning defense plays, when when this team kind of has, like I stated before, that that boring style of hockey that's that's what wins you games and we and it's been proven it's been proven over and over with this team in the last four years uh we've seen two stanley cups one we've seen three stanley cup final appearances from it we've seen deep playoff runs we saw it in the later stages of last year's series against the toronto maple leafs when they started to kind of wake up and and you know do the things that were necessary to to Get back into that series. We saw it in the Boston uh, game a couple of weeks ago. It, it that that ability to do that is there, and we saw it full flush tonight. And that's why I tweeted during midway through the second period. This I this team, the Penguins, had six shots on net. And that's all because of the stellar play of Mikhail Sergachev, the stellar play of Nick Pervix, who yes, I criticized the other night. But at the same time, he played well. He played well. He didn't play phenomenal. He didn't play out of this world where I'm going to stay. I'm going to say that, you know what? Screw what I said the other night. He deserves to be on the first line. No. And this team, this defensive core, even Calvin DeHaan, who we haven't really seen a lot of big moments but from him. But what, what I really stood, stood out to me with Calvin DeHaan um, and, and just this lightning decor in general tonight, other than blocking shots, blocking passing lanes, they were really, really hands-on along the board. And what that does for an opposing hockey team who clearly got off to a slow start, that all that does is tighten the grip around their necks as they're trying to get things going, as they're trying to stay in that game. Because they kind of got a second life there after the Braden point or, or whoever scored that goal uh, was about to make it sec- uh, two nothing in the first period. And it was called back after a challenge. They got a second life there. You kind of figured at that point in time that, okay, this is where Pittsburgh gets a goal and ties it up. No, the, the defense was just wreaking havoc along the boards. You know, they weren't playing a, a, Per se, they weren't really playing an incredibly physical game. They only had 15 hits, but they were just doing everything they could to disrupt, cause chaos. And that's the winning formula. And that's what I've been trying to get across everyone's minds over the last couple of months. And pretty much 
the last couple of seasons is that this team doesn't need to play like a president's trophy winning team to win games. All they need to do is go out there and play as, as I kind of equate it to small ball, as you hear in baseball. Well, it's fundamental hockey. And that all starts with playing defense. And what that does for this lightning team is it gets the offense going because they're playing with a lot of momentum and, and confidence because they're saying, well, all right, if we kind of, instead of setting up in the zone, go out there and, and rush, which we saw tonight. I mean, there was, there was a number of rush chances where of course, you know, a lot of them were, were, were started off, off a, giveaways that the penguins had what this lightning team does you know if they're able to get on the rush at least to me if they're doing it a lot it's one of two things either this team is forcing the issue which we all know that never leads to anything good or this lightning team is playing very solid defense and tonight it was the latter and on top of that if you want to sprinkle in a little cherry Andre Vasilevsky was chilling tonight. And when he's chilling and he slowly gets into the swing of things, all that does is make this Lightning team look scarier. So let me know in the comments below what you think about this Lightning decor. I thought as a whole they they were locking it down. And, and they didn't look like a chorus tonight. They looked like a unit working in unison. They looked like a synchronized swimming team. They were all synced up to each other and and all doing the same thing and the right thing and that's what matters so let me know with that and hopefully we could see more play like this from this lightning team going forward as they try to win more games in a row consecutively and they they got nashville up next and that's a team that you're definitely going to need to play your best defense um up against going forward so in just a minute, we're going to talk about my man, one of my favorite players on this team who's been playing phenomenal hockey the last couple of weeks, and that is Anthony Sorelli. We'll talk about him in just a little bit. But first, we're going to talk about our friends over at Indeed. Now, Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count, especially in this economy. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requires requirements indeed knows hiring needs to be cost effective when you're running your own business indeed knows when you're doing everything for your company you can't afford to overspend on hiring i had a friend like i said before on a previous episode he just opened up his own business and and his business was slowly growing and growing and growing exponentially over a couple of weeks and and he's saying you know what do i do with with all this work and so little workers i say listen it sounds like you need indeed so he visited just like you can he visit indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now just go to indeed.com slash locked on indeed.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply cost per application pricing not available for everyone need to hire you need indeed so wrapping things up on the show, we're talking about my main man, one of my favorite Lightning players who we've been talking about for a couple of years now. You know, Anthony Sorelli is going to be a very good player. He's going to be a very good player. And, and 
I will say that when and I and I have kind of criticized Julian Brees boss about it with the the extension of the contracts in couple in the last couple of years and kind of putting the lightning very very much in the corner of being able to spend money not being able to do much really and I would say out of all the extensions that he has handed out over the last couple of years other than Braden Point I think that Anthony Sorelli continues to be like probably outperforming the the dollar amount of that contract and will continue to do it because in this day and age where the scoring is so high and the goaltenders need every little bit of help if possible as well as on the other side of that you know it's all about like i said all about scoring very high pace hockey and it's very important that you have that guy down the middle that is going to be your anchor and yeah the lightning have a guy down the middle with Braden point on the first line and Braden points quick Braden point could score as we all know but when you look at tony sorelli anthony sorelli what he provides is like it's one of those things where almost it's immeasurable statistically i mean you could look at his face-offs you could look at how he's scoring this year. And yes, those things are phenomenal and we'll get to them in just a little bit. But what he does is he is one of the few defensemen. This is why I get so upset when the end of the year comes and granted he, he hasn't really been able to play quite a bit in the last couple of years. What he does is just, he's just the pest on each side of the ice. He's always involved. We saw it tonight. Like I stated before, the Lightning had a couple of fast break chances. Uh, one of those was was provided and and started up because of Anthony Sorelli blocked the shot. He followed the rebound, started the started the, a break down the other side of the ice. Almost had a goal. I think if he kind of shot the puck maybe a little sooner, he probably probably would have had a goal. But He's really kind of taken his game up to a level, I think, this year that we haven't un- really been unable to see because of, you know, the injuries and, and kind of the, the, the seasons being shortened here and there with COVID and kind of like the NHL seasons kind of being just, just weird and jumbled and all that. But you're getting a healthy year out of him now. It, it seems like he's in the best shape of his life because you could see just from the way he's skating, he's faster when he's when he's going up against guys along the boards. He's stronger. Uh, he he's doing everything, and it and it and it just seems like all of that paired together with confidence is has really taken his game to a new level, and it's really helping the Lightning. Um, and just to put perspective into where he's at statistically. Through 25 games this year, he's got five goals and 11 assist, uh, 11 points. Excuse me. His plus minus is a little rough. A little rough. I think that's going to get better as the season goes on. Uh, plus minuses are very subjective, depending on. I I think like you could look at them as a bad thing if you know your team's doing terrible, but not necessarily always a player's fault. If he's on the ice and a player 
one of his teammates or his goaltender doesn't doesn't you know do what they need to do in their role. So you know, as much as we kind of look at plus minuses in the NHL as as a very you know important stat, I don't think it always tells the whole story. So you know, we could kind of gloss over that. But to kind of put in perspective what kind of year he's having as opposed to other years, uh, his career high in goals is nineteen which was in his second year with the Lightning, played 82 games, 19 goals, 39 points. Uh, like I said, he's up to five goals already, 11 points. I think at this rate, he could potentially eclipse 20 goals. Um, I, I think that this is the year with the way he's playing defense, the way he's scoring, coupled with the Lightning and and this is all speculative because of you know we don't know how they're going to play down the line and you know the jury is still out on Vasilevsky because I kind of feel the last couple of nights as well as as he has played and as well as this Lightning team has played over the last couple of days still hasn't been challenged. I think that and and you could also sprinkle the fact that you know Patrice Bergeron is no longer in the NHL. We could see Anthony Sorelli finish in the top three for the Selkie Trophy. And if that happens, I think that's a great sign because we've been saying for years on this show, Anthony Sorelli is a future Selkie Trophy winner or top three Selkie Trophy finalist. And guess what? The future is now. We're seeing our hopes and our dreams about Tony C., coming to fruition in front of our eyes. And for any Lightning fan that is watching Anthony Sorelli right now and seeing how he is playing, how he is just everywhere at once, you should be very excited about what's unfolding with 71 right now in the Tampa Bay Lightning. So let me know in the comments below what you think. Do you think maybe I'm jumping the gun here on Anthony Sorelli? I don't think so. I think that this is the real deal. What you see is what you get out of this guy. I firmly believe that he has been one of the better players on this Lightning team all season long. I firmly believe that the plus minus will get better as the season progresses because it kind of looks like since Vazzy came back, this defense is starting to creep in the right direction. The lightning are scoring more. Kucherov is just on another planet right now. And, and it's only going to make everybody around them better. So let me know what you think. And we'll be back tomorrow to talk more about some of the players. I want to talk about Nick Paul. I, I think he's another one who's just been playing phenomenal, kind of flying under the radar just because of the role that they play on this team. We'll also talk about Tanner Janot, as well as some of the upcoming games coming up this week, as well as next week with the Tampa Bay Lightning. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.